In the darkest depths of the Twist My Arm Network, there were three nerdy dudes. But they were no ordinary dudes. These dudes were Marvel fanboy dudes. They bleed Marvel. If there was ever a time for these three nerdy dudes to come out of the shadows and spew all their Marvel chunks, it was the year 2021. We are the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another issue of Marvel Canon Madness. Uh, it has been quite a while since we've uh, jumped into it with you guys. Sorry for the hiatus, but uh, yeah, things happen, so it is what it is. Uh, we are back, though. We've got all three hosts with us tonight, so let's just jump into it. We'll uh, go ahead and introduce Roy. Hello! How's it going? I am doing well, and yourself? I am doing fantastic, if you can't tell. New studio, that's been my project while we've been on hiatus. Um, It's been super busy with a lot of projects. So I'm happy that we're back and we get to do this again. I'm, I'm so excited. Yes, me too, me too. It's been a while. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, bring Josh in before I start talking about how lame your uh, dungeon is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, shots fired. Holy cow. I think that dungeon looks pretty uh, badass, if I may say so myself. Yeah, I can't Thank throw any stones. It looks fabulous. So, yeah, how's that? It's good to be back. It's been a while since uh, we've done a Marvel show. Will we do Spider-Man last? So that was December? Yeah. Yeah, about yeah, there. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited to to talk a little bit about Marvel. I'm not gonna lie, I've been busy. <laughs> yes. So There's... I haven't been paying too much attention to a lot of Marvel stuff. But from what I uh what we were talking about in the green room before the show, <laughs> I'm excited. So yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot coming down the pipeline and it's, you know, and it's a lot of new stuff that, you know, I I don't even have a lot of knowledge on, you know, so it makes it so that I have to pick up my own slack and start learning more. So I'm excited about that because it's heroes I never thought I would see on live action. Yeah. A lot of, hey, uh, hey. Hey, live chat, Angie, Wild Zach. Hello. Good to see you guys. Thanks for popping in. Hello. That's right. We're live too, by the way. If you're listening in podcast land right now, we did change our uh, streaming days to Mondays. Going back to Mondays, mm. um, just old school. It's like we did last year when we started the show. We were on Mondays, um, so we're going to go back to Mondays, and I believe we're still doing every other week, if I'm not mistaken, unless there's a show. So yes. that's the caveat with this Marvel Can of Madness. If if there's a show streaming like Loki or Fat W's or WandaVision, whatever, we'll stream every week to review each episode of those particular shows. But otherwise, we'll do uh, podcasts every other week. Um, you can actually find all of that information at twistmyarm.net because you know we're part of the twist my arm network so we do have a website up now and you can go visit it twistmyarm.net and it'll actually have our live videos on there's like a live page 
So anytime we go live, it'll be on that page. Um, and yeah, that's, there's some cool stuff coming, coming from that area of the network, I guess you could say, but <laughs> I figured I'd just give a little update on that because we did, we went a little, uh, like, like you said, we had a little, little hiatus, uh, did the Wednesdays for a while. And then now we're like, well, let's just go back to Mondays because why not? It's easier on the Mondays, you know? It is. It's honestly, it's more relaxed schedule wise for everything. You know, it allows all I of us so. plenty of time to actually watch the shows is, you know, and not have to rush it before we do anything. Yeah. So for sure, I we changed our day to do that. Like that was the purposes of us changing mm-hmm. the day because it was releasing on That's Friday. Right. And then Disney's like, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and give it to you on Wednesdays now. Exactly. Like, okay, so I guess all right, cool. Thanks. I guess we're just gonna go hard and yeah. review things on Wednesdays. But <laughs> I mean, most most shows don't really do reviews until a, a week later. I found out this week. I feel kind of bad. I do another show called Quest Me, where we talk about the Book of Boba Fett or anything mm-hmm. Star Wars, and I posted on Twitter. A spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen the new episode of Boba Fett close your ears or whatever but um i posted a picture of cad bane and was like this was this was like two days after it so the the show comes out on wednesday and i posted it on like fucking excuse my language on like friday but was it friday no it was like thursday at like five o'clock right so it it had been out for a long time but some dude called me out and he's like I, I love how people love to spoil things and i was like dude but then i went and looked up like rules for spoilers because <laughs> there's like actual rules for that stuff and people prefer if you wait a little more than two days <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, it's probably good that we are uh doing it on mondays because no matter what the movies come out on normally thursdays thursday nights i go see yep. the movies on thursday nights and that gives us a whole weekend to digest and, you know, review the movie on Monday. And it's still fresh. And then mm-hmm. if, the show's, if the show comes out on Wednesday, well, we have an extra day. If it comes out on Friday, then same situation. But yeah, exactly. I, feel like, I feel like the Mondays is, is a good choice. And I'm excited to be back on that Monday routine. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, very relaxed for us. Um, I... I prefer Monday, honestly, like you said, because <laughs> with everything coming out Wednesday and Friday, yeah, there's I dude with Spider Man. There's so much there's so much coming out this year. Yeah. Like let me let me just let me just run down the list really quick. So for every the everything that's been announced so far, there's a couple of TBAs. But um for twenty twenty two, the movies, the MCU movies coming out are Thor and Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, The Marvels, Guardian... Oh, no, nope, nope, sorry. Marvels comes out February 2023. But the Disney Plus series, like all the different series coming out, there's a lot of those. You got Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, What If Season 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Holiday Special, and Secret Invasion, which is supposed to come out sometime in 2022. That is a lot of stuff to come out. We're going to be really busy this year (laughs) yeah i feel like yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting um 
I'm wondering if it's I'm wondering if they're kind of setting it up in like mock trilogy form the way they were talking about it with like WandaVision, No Way Home and uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so I'm wondering if like because the Miss Marvel series is going to introduce uh, Kamala Khan mm-hmm. um, and then Marvel's is Captain Marvel 2, basically. Um, so I'm wondering if that'll be part two and then, uh, oh, what was, the, oh gosh. You think the very last Secret one. Wars? Yeah. And Secret Invasion. And then, uh, Secret Invasion might oh, be like Secret Invasion, part three right. of that arc. Uh, huh. It'd be interesting would... if they keep with like that trilogy sort of format. I'm okay with that. I like that. I really liked the, and I liked how Loki was kind of a prequel to that trilogy if you if you look at it in that aspect you know because if you line up the did we do that i think we did that where yeah. we lined up the uh wandavision and loki when like the multiverse cracks or something if there's like a thunder uh loud thunder bang or whatever when kang gets killed and then another yep. loud thunder when like wanda does her shit in wandavision and so there were things that lined up perfectly with that. And technically, I guess Loki would have been a prequel to WandaVision that kind of led and like passed the baton. It's like a race, you know, Loki's passing the baton to WandaVision. And then WandaVision passes it over to Spider-Man and Spider-Man passes it over to <laughs> Dr. Strange and he ends it. But wow, maybe. Well, and I I don't think it's... I think there's going to be these little trilogies in the whole Kang story. Because Uh Kang is going to be like the main dude in Quantumania, which, I mean, okay, but I don't think he'll die in that one. I think he'll be the main dude in like this phase four arc. You know, this phase of the Avengers. They'll have to come together to figure that shit out. Because he is not a solo villain he is a group villain in any comics he has always been the avengers assemble to fight him fantastic four plus whoever else at the time assembled to Mm -hmm. fight him you know it's he has got to be a bigger role in the mcu arc than just a one-time villain for ant-man but i I also look at him as the loki of this main thing like he's going to be the one to introduce this version of thanos you know like loki in the avengers was the mini boss Mm -hmm. that you got a little bit more you got more of a a look into thanos and what he was doing and i think kang is going to kind of be the same way and I, I honestly think Eternals gave us a bigger glimpse into the, the big, big bad than a lot of people realize in Galactus. Yeah. Just well, we know we're there. getting Fantastic Four now, so that would mm. heavily play into that part. Or we a, also know that or at we're least getting some sort of version of Fantastic yeah. Four. We know that we're getting a project just called The Mutants, which is most likely the X-Men. Uh, I... And that might not be a final title either. Like, well, no, that's the placeholder, of course. Yeah, that might you be know, like... but so yeah, there's 
going beyond 2022, there's the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, Fantastic Four to be announced, and then two untitled Marvel films that haven't been announced yet for movies. And then as far as shows, you got the Agatha show, Armor Wars, Echo, Ironheart, Mm -hmm. and the Wakanda series. So those are, I feel like those are going to be a little more, eh. Like after 2022, it's going to be the movies. We're going to get back to the MCU like like we know where we're watching these movies to these big productions, you know? Yeah. What do you think about Agatha getting her own show? I, I'm curious at the direction they're going to take it. Like, cause she's not a hero, you know, she is a villain. Um, so I guess she's my hero. I don't know how they, how they tie it in. Um, well, I guess she wasn't always a villain. I mean, she was the caretaker for, uh, Wiccan and Wiccan's brother. Chip, you know, this one speed. Speed, just it's just speed. Yeah, <laughs> he was waiting. He was just like, I'm just gonna wait for him to figure it out. <laughs> hey, I was giving you your chance. Uh, um, I don't, I don't know if that's accurate though. She was the, uh, she was the babysitter for Frank, Franklin, and Val Richards for a while. So okay. I mean, I guess they could tie it in after Fantastic Four, but like, honestly, I. I really liked the character, but I feel like why like why do I care about a show about her? Like she's not she's not traditionally that important. Like maybe there's something the more show. Maybe it'll do something more point. with Wanda. I, or I mean they'll they'll definitely do something interesting, but like it's not something that like we needed. They're just like trying to cash in on how popular Catherine Hahn was. Not yet. Whole. Look, man, how many? There's got to be another couple shows that you've said we didn't really need, and then you watched it, and you're like, okay, that was really good. Well, you know they have like the next ten years planned. Um, oh yeah, there's an outline. At least placeholders of what they think, and they're testing waters like they always do. Like they tested with Shang Chi, um, they tested with oh. Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Simu uh, Lau. Is that his Lu. name? Lu. Simu Lu. Um, a director. Uh, someone from Marvel called Shang-Chi a test and he took like extreme offense to it. Um, and I get I mean, why. It was a different movie. It was a different movie. It, it was. And it, it killed. Sure. It was an amazing it was movie. awesome. I love that. That was, I, I think that one for this last set of movies, aside from Spider-Man, because obviously Spider-Man was the best movie of like the last 10 years. But yeah, aside from that, I think Shang-Chi was probably the next best Marvel thing yeah. to come out. It was, it was easy really top good. five for me. Yeah. And I, I get why he took offense to it, but at the same time, it is an unknown hero to so many people that it, it, it is a risk because it's like how eight year old me sees Sha, uh, Shang Chi on the screen. I'm not gonna, 
I'm not going to be too excited for it. It looks like another Kung Fu movie to a kid. You know, until you see that dragon, and then you're like, oh, you see that dragon. oh, damn. But to an adult who ha- has at least a limited knowledge that of the character, mm-hmm. I was more excited to see it. Right. But, you know, my boy Hunter is 12. He has no clue who that is. So he, you know, when I was like, hey, let's go see this at the theaters. He's like, eh, you know what? I'll pass. It's like, well, it's father bonding time. Yeah. Like, I don't, no, you're I coming. Don't, or you're I don't, grounded. I don't care that, care about that movie. It's like it you has about to it now. draw. Yeah, yeah. Now he likes it, but it's it has to draw that intrigue. And some of these projects just are not, you know, they have to really hype it up, and they have to connect it to make it so people will go to the theaters to see it. I wasn't exactly excited about Eternals when I walked out. I wasn't particularly excited except for our black knight reference and blade so there's that see and i liked it because it showed it gave us a glimpse of like a world eater a giant Mm -hmm. character that is a little bit believable you know now you you've seen that you know you've seen that 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 big person thing hovering above the earth and it's going to be a little more believable when Galactus comes in later on. It set up footnotes for future endeavors. It really did. And I really think that it set up the mutants. I think that the Eternals disaster is going to be a, a bigger part of the MCU in a whole as a whole than people realize. Like the amount of like radiation and and just crap that that celestial was radiating as it's coming out of the earth you know like Mm. they even mentioned that that it just radiates stuff and how many you know how many people were changed you know biologically throughout the earth with this giant celestial coming out so i i really think eternals is gonna have a lot more to do with the series i I could be completely wrong this i mean could be like agents of shield agents of shield is gonna be huge and it's gonna guide the mcu and it's gonna be awesome no it didn't it was it was terrible it it went so many different ways but Uh, there were good seasons (laughs) there were there were good seasons seasons, but by the end you were like okay It's we're not like here. we're talking about the Inhumans series, okay? <laughs> no. that... I, I tried so hard with that one, too. I tried many times, and I failed many times. I mean, even I, Anson but... Mount couldn't save that one, to be honest. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, it was, it was bad. Uh, he gave awesome. it a good go. It, I, I watched the entire series. I will give it that. But it was not something that I could invest time to watch again, I don't think. No way. Unless, you know you guys are down to watch it as a group and critique it. I never watched it. I don't well, there we go. No, I'm good. Good. <laughs> I didn't like, I, I don't like them as characters. Like I didn't like inhumans, like in the comics, I wasn't stoked for inhumans on the screen. Um, I didn't see it like the first night or two after it came out. And so I heard all the bad stuff about it and was like, yeah, I'm just going to skip this one. So 
it was probably really good for Marvel that they didn't make that an actual movie. Because originally it was supposed to be a movie. Inhumans was supposed to replace the X-Men and mutants. Like, because because at that time, Marvel didn't own the rights to the mutants. And so they wanted to, like... So, like, even in the comics, they were, like, kind of writing off the mutants for a while and trying to build up the Inhumans. But, like, the problem is that the audience just doesn't care. Care. Like, they're not intriguing characters. Like, nobody cares. Yeah, we have Mortal Kombat. We have Sindel. So... And uh, if any author of the Inhumans is out there listening and they want to come on and argue these points, we are an open forum for you. Just to let you know, our inbox is always open. Mm-hmm. Just DM us. You probably do it on Twitter at yeah. MCM yeah. underscore pod. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to Eternals. I just, I, I just wanted to say I, I think that that has a little bit more repercussions going forward. Um, kind of like how Loki had a lot more repercussions going forward, looking at the multiverse mm. and stuff, you know. And the this multiverse thing is, I don't know, man. I think Doctor Strange is there's going to be a lot of things being pulled in, you know, and a lot of different characters oh, that we're yeah. going to see. And like, there's been a lot of rumors, a lot of rumors about different characters that we're going to see in this yeah in this movie i mean down to like people that were rumored to play other characters you mm-hmm. know like uh what's his name from the office playing john krasinski yeah john playing reed krasinski. richards yeah, yeah yeah like i've heard that he's gonna be in this doctor strange movie at some point in time you know like, there there's rumors that uh patrick stewart is coming back as uh professor xavier there's hugh jackman as wolverine there's uh, a variant tony stark um tom cruise tom because he was supposed to play tony stark what in the 90s or some some mm. crap like that <laughs> um there's like there's a rumor that we're getting at least three different doctor Stranges in the movie um there's all kinds of rumors out there right now about this movie. And depending on how they do it, it could just be another one of those movies where it's good, but it's just a lot of Easter eggs to fill the time. Yeah. I still need to see Spider-Man again because of all the Easter eggs that are in that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just waiting for it to come on to Disney plus. And then it's not even going to be on Disney plus. It's nope. going to be on like Paramount or something like that. Right. Uh, the Sony streaming service or whatever that is that they have oh, yeah, a deal with. That's that's the one everybody has. Yeah, I'll just buy it. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. It, <laughs> I, I will. I when the trilogy is actually released, I will be buying the trilogy. Um, just because yeah. I've bought every Spider-Man movie that's come out. Speaking of yeah. trilogies and rumors. Chip had a, a rumor that he wanted to talk about, I think, that was pretty cool. It was a Spider-Man slash Venom rumor thing. What is that? Yeah, I saw um, saw an article on like my like Google News headlines saying that like uh, Marvel Insider Daniel Reitman um, was talking about like Sony working on developing a Spider-Man movie. Uh, 
that's going to be like all three of our loved Spider-Men coming together again. Uh, Toby, to Andrew, and Noel. Tom. Yeah, Toby, Andrew, and Tom. Uh, supposedly Ten. all three of them coming back together again uh, to fight Noel, the uh, god of the symbiotes, which would be an interesting... Uh, it'd be a more interesting direction for them to like go like he's drawn to like the little piece of venom that got left behind from the spell rather than it like becoming venom for somebody. Right. I, I like that right. idea better, but uh, I don't know. It had a cool piece of fan art where, you know, you get to see Null and all three Spider-Men and it looks cool, but uh, he, I don't know. That guy, uh, Daniel Reitman is uh, definitely had some leaks in the past that were, pretty spot on so i mean definitely take it with a grain of rice because it's which, all rumors but which ones which uh which rumors did he have uh, i'd have to google like just google him i don't know okay we'd have to look it up <laughs> there's there's the uh the thing. it's definitely fan for sure obviously mm. oh yeah yeah looks obviously cool. but it's an it interesting does look cool. too uh, we're definitely yeah. seeing at some point. I will. I am definitely not thrilled by that Andrew Garfield pick there because, to me, it looks very reminiscent of Topher Grace as Venom. I think and, that's uh, what it is. And then they just, yeah, I think it's just a photo slapped on a little bit of. Yeah, funny. I mean, huh. it, it was Venom for the time period, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. You know. <laughs> I, so if if Loki was the prequel to this multiversal story, mm-hmm. you guys think Thor is going to be the epilogue? Mm. Because oh, hello Jesse, thanks for coming. It's okay. It's okay. You, you're, where you does be... where does Thor fall in the movie pan? Does it fall before Ant Man? Uh, yes, it comes out this year. It comes out um, in July. I don't Although think I believe, would... I believe that got pushed back to November. Possibly. I don't think it would be an epilogue then. I think it would still be kind of middle ground. I think we're still going to be dealing with the repercussions of uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think that's going to play all the way up until Ant-Man. I think after Ant-Man and what do we get after Ant-Man? The Marvels and... Right now, the only thing scheduled after Ant-Man is Fantastic Four and two untitled films. Marvel's comes before Ant-Man. Like, Ant-Man is the last bit. Like, it's the last thing announced. So I, I think that's probably the end-all, be-all of this whole storyline, right? I, I think with the way it's set up, I think we're going to get a new Avengers movie by 2024. I think that's what this is all going to lead up to, is the new Avengers team in 2024. I think this story is going to span because we know that we're going to get multiple versions of Kang. So I, and it would be, it would be good hearing that the fantastic four in some way, shape or form is teaming with the Avengers to stop Kang the conqueror. Sure. Thor's going to get all maximum offended by Gore and decide he wants to end the multiversal portals. I could see that. 
I mean, there's obviously going to be multiversal stuff in Thor because we've seen the cover with Lady Thor. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple I think, of, I think two different Thors on there, right? There's one with Mjolnir and one with the Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. God, how can we, I not remember people's names, but I can remember that? <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get a... I, I hope we get an actual MCU version of Beta Ray Bill instead of just the cameo head that we got in Ragnarok on the, uh, what's his name? The Game Masters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I'm having all kinds of trouble right now. But I the Game Masters. That we'll tower. see Beta Ray Bill in Thor 4. Uh, they were talking about like Thor 4 is going to be like Avengers esque because they're juggling so many characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but is it going to be characters we know, or is it going to be a bunch of random ass characters? Like it's all about. It's it's going to be a ton of different versions of Thor, like possibly like the return of Loki. Around. Yeah, Thor's pop like Gore's popping around, and he's capturing and killing all the Thors he can, and then like he's working on a god bomb to like blow up multiversally like he's trying to create a weapon that's going to explode across the multiverse and kill every god in every multiverse hmm. that's gorgeous okay. gimmick so like it's definitely okay. gonna be some sort of a multiverse thing i would be super disappointed if they play gore and don't have the god bomb be like the storyline it'll probably be the god bomb but it'll be a bunch of different bombs located throughout all the different you know we something different but it's he's gonna pull it over <laughs> so this this is awesome because all of this multiversal talk like it, it kind of it's a lot easier now after um that whatever whatever show came out god the uh what if what if right like yeah. what if made, it makes it a lot easier to explain the multiverse i think Oh, hi, Chad. Oh, my God. Because, um, like, there's, I've, I've tried to talk to people about that, you know, like the multiverse and what it is and stuff. And it's hard to explain, but if you just have, if you just watch What If, then you'll know exactly how to kind of navigate through all the rest of these movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, sort of. You, like, you get a basic premise of the ideas. Like, they're all vaguely connected, but not. Like they're all independent, completely vaguely connected. Like, ah, now that canon can change in an instant, how do we keep track of things? That's a really good question because the multiverse really you can do whatever you want now. You can kill who, like, this is how you bring Tony Stark back, you know, this is how you bring Captain America back or whoever else you want to bring back. You do it through the multiverse. Well, this earth is actually really similar to our earth. And uh, it's it's really close. Yeah. Just a couple little different. The spiders have seven legs instead of eight. So, <laughs> I I think it'll all be canon. I think they're going to actively refer to other worlds by you know this is Earth six one six. This is Earth seventeen ninety three. Uh, you know I think that's how they're going to ref- go forward uh, w- with the multiverse and the. <sighs> How, how would I phrase, the, phrase this? So Disney, because of 
the recent flub with Disney Plus and their streaming service and live theaters, uh, it made them rethink their contracts. They're no longer signing people to nine movie deals. They're signing them independently based on how many movies they want to play, how they are invested in their character. So, like, we know that Tom Holland recently signed for three more movies, but each one of those movies is probably an independent contract. Um, they did this... Um, be, so that they can do the multiverse. If somebody wants to dip out midway, they can be like, oh, that character's dead. Install uh, Miles Morales here. He's the new Spider-Man. You know, we have a multiverse in for new characters. Yeah, the, what a threat that is now for, like, show creators. Exactly. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You don't want to play this character anymore? All right, dead. We'll replace you. Like, yep. we have a multiverse now, Scarlett Johansson. We'll replace we can you. open a goddamn portal like that. <laughs> like Kevin Feige is just, just talking like he's in the MCU, you know? Like, I he's will call like, Benedict Cucumberbatch and he will be here in an instant to open a portal. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, you, uh, you think, uh, think you need a raise, huh? Oh, what's the, oh, what's this? A pile of headshots? Hmm. Just a pile of headshots sitting here. Maybe you go back to work now? Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, That's that's real life. (laughs) That's real life. (laughs) It it also gives them the ability to... uh, (laughs) Feige be like, prune them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It, It gives them the ability to prune projects as well. Oh, jeez. Um, it's such true. as Gambit Agatha with yeah oh. yeah I, well Agatha would be one that they could potentially do it too if it doesn't do well but like Gambit uh, with Channing Tatum as uh, our friend Jesse says talk about how Channing Tatum is mad that his Gambit romantic <laughs> comedy got shut down and refuses to work with Marvel now it's not that he refuses to work with Marvel. The, the big thing is he refuses to watch anything Marvel because it tra- it traumatized him to lose his movie. Um, oh, so <laughs> it sounds like a boycott to me. He's not <laughs> exactly like he's not Robert Downey Jr. He's not like he's, he's not been waiting. like he is not that role. <laughs> like I when we were talking about this like a decade ago, like he was not the right actor for Gambit then. He's not the right actor for Gambit now. Like, I apologize, Channing. Like, I, I think it's cool that Gambit is your favorite character. Uh, he's kind of one of my favorite X-Men as well. He's a really cool character, but, like, you're not it. Like, Channing does not need to be playing him. I agree. Yeah. I have a, I have Gambit number one, X-Men, whatever issue that is where Gambit's introduced. I've just been waiting for that movie to come out. <laughs> the price to jump and you see with actors anymore i i'm gonna stop judging an actor based on like when they go into a a role because i have been surprised so many times by actors going into a role that i didn't think they could do and they absolutely kill it crush i mean 
I still think Tom Hardy's a wonderful Venom. I think he's a good Eddie Brock. I don't like his Venom voice. Well, it just it's because it's Bane without the the cup over it. Yeah. Like I did not agree with uh Carnage's voice at all. Because Carnage is supposed to be like a high pitch, like kind of screech as he's talking, but yeah, you know, again. Yeah, I mean you yeah, went their direction. You gotta you gotta, you gotta take it that kind okay. of stuff because it. it's like you know, how are you gonna <laughs> adapt that? There's some things you just can't really do, you know. I feel like they could have like blown some ear Got someone else to do the voice, I you guess. know, uh, and overlapped it with Woody Harrelson's voice. Gilbert yeah. Gottfried exists. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cameos for like 150 bucks. Uh, imagine him doing the voice. Ah, we're gonna. <laughs> so I don't want to scream. God, we were on the topic of Eternals. Eternals did some a couple things that hadn't been done in any Marvel movies. Uh, one was oh. an actively gay couple. Yes. You know, on screen superhero, superhero um, and superhero. That's true. The other thing is they had their first sex scene. Oh, we're about to talk about Steven Soderbergh. We are <laughs> going to talk about Steven Soderbergh because this guy, guy, he's a director. He is successful, but he's complaining how I, I believe quote his terms. Nobody's fucking in superhero movies. <laughs> But like, uh, do we need that? We don't need that, right? We, we don't need don't. that. And I'm going to read his his kind of statement. And it says, I'm not a snob. If you, It's not that I feel like it's some lower tier in any way. It really becomes about what, an, what universe you occupy as a storyteller. I'm too earthbound to really release myself to a universe in which Newton physics don't exist. I just have a lack of imagination in that regard, which is why the foray I had into pure science fiction, essentially a character drama that happened to be on, oh, sorry, set on a spaceship. Uh, also, for a lot of these, for me to understand the world and how to write and supervise the writing of the story, the characters, apart from from the fact that I can bend time and defy reality, shoot beams out of my fingers, there's no fucking, nobody's fucking. Like, I don't know how to tell people how to behave in a world where that's not well, a thing. It's well, like I mean, this guy's track record is, is all about the fucking sex yeah. lies and videotape. He made a movie with George Clooney called Solaris, which looks like it's all about a spaceship around a planet and lots of sex. <laughs> oh, and he's also doing Magic Mike's Last Dance. It's, yeah, it's and he was a producer he's, he's on a Magic Mike's XXL. He's a big fan um, of the sex. See, I, I get love scenes. I get the romantic interest, but it's superheroes. And, you know, it's not softcore porn. We don't really need it. I mean, in certain aspects, like certain characters, it works like Deadpool. It worked with um, 
Ryan Reynolds and his co-star in that. I get that. That's because that's an R-rated. The comic is raunchy. Most We could get that kind of stuff maybe in an X-Men, but most likely not. You know, it depends on the series. But we also just don't need it. We we had it in uh in Daredevil and Luke Cage. I don't I don't know if you guys remember those series on Netflix, but there was yeah. they were pretty gritty. There were some pretty like vulgar sex scenes in those. Like Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones and Luke Cage just they liked each other yeah. a lot. Jessica <laughs> Jones really delved into sexuality of superheroes. Yeah. But that's because that's the type of genre of superhero that was yeah so and and i know he's talking about like movies or whatever but like we're also these are also movies for like kids and stuff you know exactly they want they want the kids to go in and and have these heroes to look up to and and whatever Mm. so they're they're doing the best they can to make progress with introducing characters like they did in eternals but they're not just gonna like shove some game of thrones sex into these kids faces like it's, it's yeah it's, well, it's going to be a superhero are, movie these movies are already two and a half hours long like mm. what do you want to edit out to like cut in five minutes of unnecessary fucking like you tell me one time where like the fact that cyclops <laughs> plows Jean gray after every mission comes into play <laughs> like we know it happens but we don't need to see it like yeah yeah not a so thing. Not a I thing. guess, I guess Steven Soderbergh, if you're listening, if you want superhero sex Bang. scenes, just go watch Avengers XXX. It's on Bang Bros. I'm pretty sure that'll occupy your time. If you want superheroes fucking, make sure you stick around for season three of The Boys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Orgasm <laughs> is coming, and you are not prepared. Uh, and you know, there, there was a superhero movie at one time, uh, called Orgasmo, uh, it's the Mormon a missionary movie. superhero. Watch. <laughs> so there you go. You can't say that it's not in superhero movies cause it has been, it is now. It's just the stuff you want is, you know, not relevant to the current <laughs> format. Yeah, yeah. I want. I was trying to find uh, what Peacemaker said to that headline, but I could not f- find it. So Jesse, if if you've got that, he says Peacemaker replied directly to that headline, uh, or the MCM only fans. Hmm. You know, that's probably a that that might be in development. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, we're working on new projects all the time. Roy's Roy's already got the Wonder Woman costume, so mm-hmm. I just get the Leia costume. And yep. Chip needs to get. I have other talents. You have no idea how many fists I can fit in my mouth. <laughs> I w- wish I didn't hear that. <laughs> You're going to wish you didn't see it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's enough. So we had some other things. I think we had a couple trailers to kind of talk about or at least watch, right? I don't know if everybody has seen these trailers, but. Yes, um, I know. Not, like, they're not like super hot and fresh out the kitchen, but we definitely have no, like. I was I was thinking to start with the She-Hulk yeah. trailer because it 
That one's, I feel like it's the shortest one out of the three that we're going to watch. It was going to be what? She-Hulk, Morbius, and Doctor Strange? Were those the Moon ones Knight. we were doing? Moon Knight. Uh, that's right. Moon With Knight. With my boy, oh, Morbius. And, yeah. So, Mr. Oscar let's, Isaac, uh, let's go ahead with the She-Hulk then. We'll kind of take yeah, a look yeah. at that. And here we go. I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a normal lawyer. Well, not that normal. These transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Hardy har har. So that was yeah. pretty short and sweet. Hmm. Yeah. I think I saw a different one. Did you? Maybe that was a teaser. I don't know. We really whipped this together real quick, but <laughs> well, I I, I do think there like... was a different one because because there's a, a scene with uh, the Hulk in it where they're like in the gamma room and stuff and talking about different things. And uh, this is this is all going to be like a Law and Order sort of mm. show, right? Yeah, I think so. it's basically trying to. I think it's going to be Daredevil-esque where it's trying to mesh her normal life with her soon-to-be superhero life. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know she's going to explode into She-Hulk during a court case at some point. Oh, you know? <laughs> and that's a oh. mistrial, folks. Click. Right. I'll um, circle back. Jesse says, Peacemaker said something like, I'm effing so much that someone needs to tell me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that. Uh, show, man. Really no do. more DC. <laughs> we can't do that here. We're the Marvel Cannon Madness. <laughs> we do. We do have a, a multiverse of us, though, in the DC Cannon Madness. Is there? Uh, I don't think I've met him yet. Sounds like a complete douche. Um, I still have our cover photo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I remember. He's the one that loved Green Lantern. Um, okay. Sorry. So that one, all about Law and Order, I believe is it's going to be a lot of fun. We're probably going to see some Daredevil in that. Maybe even see a little bit of Kingpin because we all know he's not dead. My question was, at the end of that, there was like a, a 70s-esque moment where she said, you know, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. And freaking Mark Ruffalo has big mutton chops and a fro. Yeah. And they're wearing very 70s esque clothes. I wonder if that might just be like a dream sequence. Or it's a commercial for her firm. Oh. Like one of those maybe cheesy commercials, you know? And but he's, and it, she's got the Hulk in there. And they're it, like, recite, you know, they're like talking, making a little Hulk joke. But it's, yeah, it, I think, I think the, I think the thing is that it, there's making it look like it's from the seventies for the original Hulk series. Yeah. Get a Luke kind of Rigno cameo in there. Oh, there's gotta be, there's gotta be one. Yeah. Right. Um, Possibly, it's, yeah. it also leads you to believe that uh, Mark Ruffalo is probably going to play a much bigger role in that series oh, than yeah. what people think he's going to, I think it's going to be more akin to like the Hawkeye series. Where he's like the mentor kind of thing. Mm. And this is where we're getting our next set of Avengers kind of thing. Well, I mean, Shang-Chi is already 
been kind of confirmed to be an, an Avenger. Well, yeah, he's power I'm level on par with Thor, I believe. When he's got the rings. When he's got the rings, yeah, but he has the rings. Yeah, so, but, but Thor, Thor's not the god of hammers. He's the god of thunder. He's not, he, doesn't, he doesn't need a hammer. I, I think he has multiple hammers. He, just, he doesn't need a weapon, though. He just likes to have a weapon. Well, Shang-Chi doesn't need a weapon. He is he a weapon. He needs rings. No, no. He defeated his dad without the rings. He had half rings. He had half of them. Half of them. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're you're right. I mean, but the power level that they put him on in the MCU is equivalent to Thor. Yeah. What's the next trailer, Roy? Is it are we doing Moon Knight next or are we doing Morbius? Uh let's let's do the worst of the two, which is Morbius. Um <laughs> okay. in my Love opinion. Sony needs to step back and just let Marvel handle their merchandise. So we're going to go straight into straight into Morbius here. You need a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. From here. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. You're gonna run. Do it now. Dr. Michael Morbius, you've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger, then you were found on a container ship that washed up off Long Island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. I went from dying to being more alive than ever. It worked. Not exactly. I have increased strength and speed and some form of bat radar. What else can I do? There are limits. There has to be. There's something inside of me. Must the hunt and consume blood. Michael. When you're strange, and you control it. I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike, you and I should stay in touch. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? 
Okay, so many things about this movie. Do we need this movie? <laughs> Who is Morbius? Because I've never even heard of this dude. And how does he come into play with like the Spider-Man universe? Uh, so no. We definitely didn't need this movie. We <laughs> definitely didn't need Jared Leto to be at the helm of this movie. Um, Morbius is, uh, he's the living vampire. Because, like, mm-hmm. back in the day, the comic code that was, like, really strict and, like, all about, like, morality and, like, what you could and couldn't get away with in comics. Uh, you couldn't have, like, actual vampires. Uh, so to get around that, they made Morbius the living vampire. So he's not oh. undead, but he's a vampire. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And he, if I remember right, he was created through the same process as Peter Parker's uh, gamma radiation spider. It was just a gamma radiated bat that oh. bit him. So they 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 took some liberties with this, obviously. Um, and directly with the trailer i can already say that i have a few issues uh one being i have like some bat like radar that's called echolocation dumbass everybody knows that (laughs) day one stuff (laughs) whoa shots fired well it's 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 a known fact it's yes it's a type of radar but almost everyone who has gone to school you know, we learn in science about echolocation. I, I think bat radar sounds way better. So that's that's what I'm just I'm just gonna call it that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, well, we got, I don't know. We got Michael Keaton in it. Uh, we saw that, which is an immediate link to the MCU. Um. <sighs> And then we also got a, a mention of Venom, which is a link to Sony's properties, which this is a Sony property. Uh, in the first trailer, we also got a look at Sam Raimi's Spider-Man on a wall. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. Whatever. I think I think Sony is doing what Sony does best, and they throw too much into a movie without the proper foresight. Forethought. Marvel does a lot of planning before they put anything in a movie. And yeah, there's some discrepancies, but Mm. this seems like it's just going to be a whole mess of them. Spider-Man has one of the coolest and deepest rogues galleries Mm. and they just refuse to use cool spider villains. Like what? Like Morbius is we're... so lame. Like he's so, like <laughs> it's so unnecessary. Like, can we can we strong arm more of a reason to have a blade movie, please? Like, 
oh, we better establish that there's vampires. What vampires can we use? Oh, let's use Morbius. Like, get out of here. And they're not even doing that because Blade is a Marvel property. This is a Sony property. To have them intermingle, they have to coexist more with Marvel directly. They're so bad at that, though. Man. Oh, Man. they're putting out well, a blade thing. You know what? Let's put uh let's put Morbius over here. Maybe we can make money and get them to do a crossover movie with us about that. You yeah. know, it's yeah. that's stupid. I'm all for blade. Uh if it's done right. But I I'm not a big fan of Morbius either. Yeah. So. What's the next trailer? I think I think we're all excited for the next trailer. <laughs> Whether or not it's yeah. good, I guess will be what I don't know. And this is a hero <laughs> that I I have very limited knowledge on. Like yeah, I, I don't either. Some Moon Knight. What? But I what don't do you know, know about Moon Knight. Chip? Oh, I googled his full backstory so that I could act like I knew everything <laughs> beforehand. Excellent. Uh, so I'm good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, what's his full backstory? <laughs> uh, something to do with Egypt and the moon. Um, yeah. Nice. No, I didn't actually yeah. Google it. Uh, he's got split oh. personalities. That's like really all I know about him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know from comics point of view, I know that he was some kind of badass before he became Moon Knight. He's a mercenary. He he got his powers by saving a archaeologist or his daughter or something in the pyramids or in Egypt, and he got his powers at some point during that. Split his uh, psyche, uh, which they called it schizophrenia at the time, I believe. Which I don't think that's right now. It's um, it's some dissociative disorder now is what they would refer to it as uh other than that i know he's he's a badass he's basically uh kind of like batman of the marvel universe yeah yeah in the comics he has like a uh crescent moon shaped like plane like think the bat plane (laughs) like literally he has like a bat wing but like it's crescent moon shaped not bat shapes uh that's excellent he's like yeah, Associative the, identity disorder. That makes sense. Yeah, in the comics, he's a millionaire, so he's got mad gadgets as well. Uh, okay. At least, at least in the run that I have seen. But like, it was only a couple issues that I saw, and you know, different runs. Mm. Sure. Have I think characters. So you never I'm know. not a hundred percent, but I think some of his dissociative identities are creatures that manifest and that's some of the stuff he hunts if i i'm not 100 percent on that but i think that is part of what we see in the trailer as well so watch it let's, let's watch go. that bad boy hello and welcome to staying awake i have a sleeping disorder I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Hello, and welcome to Staying Awake. Hello, 
losing it. Real catch you are. You're bloody useless, Stevie. Stephen. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between my eyes and dreams. <laughs> Thank you. Lost the contact lens. Hope you find it. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call me Mark? It must be very difficult. The voice is in your head. Shut up! There's chaos in you. Okay, yeah, Batman jumping from roof to roof like that. All right. Oh, no, that one. Yeah, but that trailer was way better than the other two by far. Is that is it, that's a series, right? Or is that a movie? Yeah, that is a series that's it coming up. Ooh, March 30th comes? Wow. Mm, okay, one. so that so that's going to be the next one that we're Reviewing. we're talking about then, right? Mm-hmm. So we can buff up on some comics before then learn what we can about moon Knight. maybe pick out some uh, easter eggs interesting that'll be that'll be perfect that'll be right after sudden but inevitable rewatch ends with their season three of uh with cowboy bebop hey justin thanks for thanks for popping in good to see you justin's from quest me man it's just a whole twist my arm network party up in here <laughs> oh man but that's uh that'll be cool that'll be a good time for sure um, I know see. Mark Spector is the character's real name. Okay. Uh, I don't. I think he has a uh, a psyche called Stephen, which would explain why he's going under Stephen during the show. Right. Uh, I don't know how many other personalities we're going to see, but it looks like you see multiple versions of him throughout. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's a there's a point where you see Moon Knight. He is just beating the crap out of some Anubis looking creature in a bathroom. Yep. And that's where I think it, like I said, I'm not a, not a professional on Moon Knight. So, or an expert. I think that is one of his like inner demons that escapes, but it also could be from uh, Ethan Hawke's character. Arthur Harlow is Harlow was his name. Harrow. Harrow. So. Hmm. Okay. okay. I don't know anything about him either. Well, I mean, it looks really interesting. And for not knowing anything about the character, I'm very intrigued. And I Mm -hmm. definitely am excited to review it. Like, Chip, I'm expecting you to do all the homework for Moon Knight. So you can be a freaking professional by the time it comes out. Because. Mrs. Run. Oh, you know what, guys? Well, yeah, that's right. From Say Anything. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. 
Look at this. I got us covered right here. History of Moon Knight. There we go. I'm an expert. Oh, that's on my watch later list. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I would rather do it the old-fashioned way. Read some comics. Learn a little bit that way. Yeah. Um, You know, reading comics is almost a forgotten art now. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they that's why they have those apps. Those apps are cool. Mm. Yeah, dude. I signed up for my year subscription to Marvel Unlimited. I did the uh plus kit, so I get the exclusive uh Marvel Legend. Because mm-hmm. I oh, nice. Cause I collect them. Yeah, I was just recently at Chip's house, like in physically in his house, and the collection of figures is insane. Like that that wall goes on for a little bit. It's it's a it's a lot. <laughs> but it's so much better in person. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. And it's so Whoa. fantastic because like there's all these little like scenes and stuff set up and all the different characters are with their respective teammates and stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a fun little setup. You did a great I job try. with that. That's right. My toys try. when you. they're when they're in my little curio cabinets, they're just like whatever. I have like <laughs> I have like all these stupid little rules that I make myself. Like none of them are in the exact same pose and like none of them are touching. Like even the ones that like look like they're like holding on to each other. Like like Luke Cage has an arm around Jessica Jones, but like they're not touching. Like they're not balanced on each other at all. They're all Yeah. Can't rub that pain off. getting them all balanced up properly. Even the ones on one foot, they all stand on that one foot. That's Hilarious. There's um, never going to be an earthquake in Nebraska. <laughs> you stand it back up. I kind of want to go over there just to poke one and just watch it domino. I know, right? I thought so. I really was like, I was like, I bet if I move a couple of these figures around, he'll notice like immediately because I do. I notice. Like people will do that to me in my cases, they'll like move Luke Skywalker somewhere else. And I'll be like, wait a minute, what how did that get there? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think I think that's it for this week, right? We were just kind of doing a yeah. little bit of a 2022 preview and a bit of a rehash on where we're going. Yeah. Um I think uh next issue we will continue on with Hawkeye. Um yeah, we do need to close out Hawkeye. We still have to talk about those last three episodes. Uh, That's true. Does canon matter? Well, we are called Marvel Canon Madness. Yeah, I know. It's We need to change our name now. Marvel Versal think... Madness. <laughs> it, it depends on your definition of canon, I suppose. And then... Uh, like, I guess based on my definition of canon, I feel like it matters until somebody retcons it and officially says that it doesn't matter anymore. Mm. So it's yeah. like, you just, you know, it's like operating as if it matters until it doesn't. Yeah. Once once Marvel pulls out the George Lucas and fixes a bunch of things, you know, then it's, then I guess it doesn't matter anymore. It's like mm. poetry. Um, while while we're all signing off here, Justin Jesse had a question for you. Um, 
He says, give us a Boba finale prediction. Does Grogu pick the armor or the sword? While we're waiting for you to type that out. Um, canon matters for Star Wars. Kind of. I mean, look, we kind of talked about this, I believe, recently. Um, they, they made all the books legends, but now they're slowly bringing those back into canon mm. in like a smart way. They're doing it in, you know, they... I think that with the books and the legend series, they didn't want to be like handcuffed. They didn't want people to think like, Oh, this has to happen. We have to have these characters. They all, they have to come in at some point where if they make them as legends, they can just kind of pick and choose who they want to bring in and turn them into like actual canon that we know today. You know, I mean, there's the newer books. That's all canon. Cobb Vanth was introduced in the Aftermath series, yeah. and he's a yeah. badass in Boba Fett. Um, Adam, um, Poe Dameron was in the Aftermath series as a kid. You you met his parents in the Aftermath series. There's like Luke Skywalker getting the tree that he burns down in Last Jedi is in um, one of the comics, I think. I think it's uh, the Shattered Empire comics is where he finds the, the tree and takes it to his like whatever temple those are the ones from the 90s i think right no shattered empire came out um in like 2015 it was one of the first ones to come out after disney like okay cool cool yeah um but there i mean i'm okay with disney doing what they did because they're doing what they're doing now like they're they're bringing Thrawn in. They brought Ahsoka into live action. We're about to see Bosk and Dangar. Like we're there's rumors that we're going to see Darth Talon come in. There's the High Republic era where we're probably going to see some Darth Revan at some point. There, you know, there's there's a lot of things that that they're taking out of out of their stories. I mean, Dash Rendar has been rumored to show up at some point because Prince Shizor is now canon. Like not officially, but like his character was shown in Clone Wars. So I think I think they're they're doing it. They're doing it okay. Um, on screen equals canon minus way. video games. No. So funny story about that. The video games, the the new Jedi game that came out, actually the BD droid that dude carries around is in the book of Boba Fett mm-hmm. on Tatooine with the with the droid lady. I can I can never remember her name. But um, the one that dated the Jawa, she's got, I believe it's that exact same BD droid, which would lead me to believe that that story was canon. You know, that, that story of that Jedi and that video game was canon. Squadrons is technically canon, I believe. Um, that is part of the, the series. So there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff with that. Um, I've been getting a lot, again, been getting back into Star Wars a little bit, back into my love for Star Wars. So it's been fun to catch up on a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I agree. These series is, have been like the shows are so much better than these last three movies. I'm kind of like, yeah, if you like so, I have this bitter taste in my mouth about Star Wars now, I'm just like, oh man, you should have just not released those movies at all. But whatever. Yeah. And you know, it's it's fun because like I've said it on Quest Me. If you if you listen to Quest Me, I think I've said it almost every single episode this season. Um, 
these series on Disney Plus, this is the Star Wars that I wanted. Like this is the Star Wars that I thought we were gonna get for you know the the sequel trilogy, something along these lines, where it's just it's raw, it's gritty, it's it's fun, it's nostalgic, it's new. Like there's you still have Luke in these, you still have Ahsoka, you still have Boba Fett, you still have all the awesome characters, you know, and most. When are we getting Han? Is a good one. <clears throat> you know, just saying. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. There'll be references, I'm sure. There'll be maybe like maybe at some point someone will fly against the Falcon and we'll see Chewie. And that'll be the closest we get to Han. Maybe, maybe. I think it, it kind of makes sense to do it the way that they did where they like called all the novels legends instead of just like being shoehorned into it like you had mentioned uh, i think part of it is also like because there's so many different authors so many different mm-hmm. authors so many different series uh but all those authors talk to each other they, back in the day when they wrote those stories they would communicate with each other and be like i'm thinking about doing this what are, what are, what are your plans for your story 10 years from my book you know and they would I mean, they were, they were fans first and foremost of the stories and, mm. and they wanted to make them, wanted to make them right. So hmm. yeah. sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> no, no, I, I just like, because there was so many like moving parts, like so many novel, like I, I have no idea how many, if you counted it out, it's gotta be over 30, like full on novels. Like mm. that's a conservative guess. Like that's a low guess. Like there's got to be over thirty novels that they. Like, I have thirty novels, and there's right. way and more so, than that. <laughs> so it makes sense to be able to just like pull and pick bits and pieces mm-hmm. that you want, especially because like like a big chunk of them were tied into this like one super intense storyline that they're like not really in yet. So I mean, and to answer Jesse's question about does canon matter um i i think it depends on your uh genre uh as a high fantasy type person lord of the rings yes canon matters because it's they don't really go off of it much but i mean you have like elric of melnabone you have the Dragonlance series by margaret weiss uh um and Tracy, and, then, and Tracy Hickman, you have uh, the Forgotten Realms series with Dritzt, uh by R.A. Salvatore or Elminster by Ed Greenwood. Um, there's there's so many things. The Wheel of Time, those high fantasy novels, the way they're written is generally it's canon. If a show comes out. Uh, for instance, Wheel of Time right now is on Amazon Prime. They took a lot of liberties with that show. They changed a lot of it. Does that mean that that show is now canon over the books? No. Um, it is, I, in my perspective of it, it is its own storytelling of the books. The books are the source and the show is entertainment. 
if you want the real story, you go to the books. So in the aspect of like uh, the MCU and everything, yes, the MCU is canon because it is its own genre of entertainment as, apart from comic books. Plus they say multiverse. So every multiverse is its own canon in that aspect. I think, uh, I think unless the property itself expressly states that it overlaps, I think it each different medium is its own contained canon. So like if you read the game of Thrones books, everything that Mm -hmm. happened in the books is canonical to the books. Like something that happened in the movie or in the show is not canon when you're reading the books and vice versa. Like, if you're watching the show, like a lot of stuff that happened in the books isn't going to happen, but uh, yeah. that doesn't affect the canon of the show itself. So, exactly. like, in the instance of like Star it's a, Wars, it's a new story based. said that the mm. comics and stuff directly overlap. So, like, in that instance, that is, I would say, all canonical because they've expressly mm-hmm. said that it is. Yeah. Like, um, a good reference to. Uh, Game of Thrones in the instance of the books is Lady Stoneheart, which was Lady Stark, uh, Edward Stark's wife, becomes a zombie that comes back and basically kills a ton of people. Hey, we, we didn't get that, that in we the show. We don't know that yet. That's coming out <laughs> in the next book. That's what we yeah. assume. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but... So, like, in the show, you didn't get anything along those lines. So, in the show, that doesn't happen. It's not canon to the show, but it might be canon to the books. So You know, that's funny. I think think that's a good description for, say, Cowboy Bebop. Um, Mm -hmm. We've we've had a couple discussions about, like, the differences between the anime version and the live-action version. And to us on Sudden But Inevitable, it's more of a remix that we really enjoy because it's its its own contained story with exactly. Cowboy Bebop beats, you know, that the music is still there. It's new, but it's still there. Um, there are certain scenes from the anime that they brought into the live action, but the story is different. And I think that a lot of times when it comes to translation from books to to movies you're absolutely right there's book canon and there's show canon and there you know there's source material canon and then there's remake canon Mm -hmm. and it's always going to be different according to how people are interpreting it and most of the time i'm okay with remakes and and live action things i i really liked the ghost in the shell movie i know that i know that's like a sin but there was I like the Cowboy Bebop live action as well. And apparently that's a sin. So <laughs> I, I do, I do like uh, all those points though. And that was a good, a good little uh, question, Jesse. Thanks. Thanks for giving us some, some shit. <laughs> um, I think, did you guys have anything else that, that we should talk about or. I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't be a episode of the MCM without some kind of rating. So I pose the question to you guys on a scale of one to 10, how, how amped up are you for this coming years of Marvel? 
this coming 2022? Eight. And only because of Thor. Yeah, Captain America 4 is not this year, is it? Mm-mm. <laughs> We're like a... God, we don't get Guardians this year either. We get the holiday special this year. That's not Guardians. That's just... Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like saying, well, we get the Star Wars special holiday special this year. I watch the Star Wars holiday special every year. But it... Well, I guess it's better than the last three movies. I'd probably say I'm like an eight as well. Uh, I think we're all in agreement at about eight. My eight is because we are getting uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse this mm-hmm. year too. And that will be good. I loved um, the first one. I hope the second one does justice. Plus we're getting Spider-Man 2099 in it. So, which I believe is played by Oscar Isaac in that as well. Right. So, Interesting. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited as well. It's a big anniversary for Spider-Man, the character himself. So got a bunch of really cool Spider-Man Marvel Legends coming out this year. So pretty stoked. And you're gonna be you're gonna be doing stuff on Instagram with that, right? Be taking some some shots and stuff. Where where can people find you uh so they can start seeing your shots? Uh at Chip Hop Anonymous is where I'm gonna be posting like photos and stuff. I'm getting some like scenery and background all like constructed and put together. I got these really cool one twelve scale bricks, so I'm making like brick walls. <laughs> Man, your little your little setup is awesome. He's got like little cute Corona bottles. He's got little cute playing cards, like this little table. It's it's really cool. I'm excited to see those pictures for sure. Um, yeah, I, I have fun fiddling with them. Yeah. And uh, if you want more of me, you can find me on Twitter at TwistMyArmCast. You can search on Facebook or Instagram, TwistMyArmPodcast. Or you can go to our website, TwistMyArm.net, to find all of our different shows, including Marvel Can of Madness, Sudden But Inevitable, Quest Me, The Intrepid DM Journeys, Best Flicks, and uh, some others, I believe. Mm. I don't know. Maybe not. But um, yeah, that's, that's for me. And... I did mention, I did just mention the Intrepid DM Journeys. Yes. And I know that, that your studio is now hooked up. So where can people find you, Roy? So after the two-month hiatus that I took to build my wonderful dungeon here uh, to, better, to better accommodate my voice for you guys to give a much crisper sound, uh, on interviews with other DMs, you can catch me at intrepid dm on twitter i am also on twitch which i will be resuming streaming as well uh various tabletop role-playing games other games this entire week i'm actually going to be playing a new game called lost ark which is like diablo meets world of warcraft um so it should be pretty cool to play but you can catch me at the intrepid dm on twitch and I'm going to start resuming the Intrepid DM journeys again. I have a few guests already lined up, and those will be coming out bi-weekly as well. And, yeah, so I look forward to getting stuff out there for everyone to listen to. Awesome. Look forward to hearing it. 
Heck yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for the uh, Marvel Can of Madness podcast. Um, I'm assuming we'll be back not next Monday, but the Monday after that mm. to talk more. I mean, next Monday is Valentine's Day, and you guys, you guys like have Valentines and stuff that you gotta whatever. So maybe maybe I'll be doing some podcast thing or gaming or something. I'll do a Valentine's Day sad boy stream. How about that? That sounds good. <laughs> I thought we'll just listen to the front bottoms the whole time. I might have to well, double check my calendar. I thought the the twenty uh, first would be the Sunday was Valentine's Day. Yeah, the twenty first <laughs> is when we will be doing our next episode, coming back. Actually. Yep, for sure. So, so uh, I guess we, we'll do. If a, we want to do something on Valentine's Day, I can totally bring my so. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she would hate being on here, though. You guys can, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so but, we'll reconvene on the twenty first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's Absolutely. do that. And uh, yeah. I guess with that, uh, my my name's Josh, <laughs> and I'm Chip. <laughs> I'm Roy. <laughs> that was the best sign off ever. We're gonna we're gonna talk to you guys soon. Have, Have a great night, monsters. Thank you for listening to Marvel Canon Madness. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Marvel Canon Madness. Send us your questions and theories on Twitter at MCM underscore pod and on Instagram at Marvel Canon Madness. Watch and chat live at twitch.tv slash TMA games or youtube.com slash twist my arm podcast. Marvel Canon Madness is a twist my arm podcast. The views and opinions expressed on this show are held solely by those speaking them.